Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this episode, we'll be talking about bedtime and how we want to go to bed to support our sleep trust. Talking about bedtime is a really, really thankful task because everybody of us loves bedtime or at least should love bedtime. And uh, this is not always the case when we're talking about the wakey-wakey as we did in last week's episode. So let's walk through this together now. As always, I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible, but put as much information into this podcast as is helpful for you to uh, enhance and gain your sleep trust. So when it comes to bedtime, there are three basic blocks that it is really worth to have a look at. The first is the internal block, which is basically everything that's going on inside of you, uh, meaning your thoughts, your emotions, everything around that. The second block is the external block, which means everything uh, what's in your environment. When you go into your bedroom, uh, what do you see? Um, uh, How how does your room look? Uh, all, All that kind of stuff. And the third block is the process of going to bed, meaning the sequence of things and the specific things that you do before you go to bed. And before we go on, please do not let yourself get fooled by the simplicity of what we're going to hear today. This may be one of the podcast episodes you want to listen to twice or even three times to get the most out of it. Let's kick this episode off talking about the internal parts. And when we're talking about the internal parts, it breaks down to our mindset. So in which mindset are we going to bed? Do we go to bed with the mindset that, oh my God, it's late, I really have to sleep right now. And if I don't fall asleep immediately, and I know I will not fall asleep because it happened to me a couple of days ago, then everything's going to be bad, I'm going to be tired tomorrow, I'm not going to be able to handle everything that's coming up and I'll feel bad the whole day. Or do we go to bed with the mindset of not really caring what happens, knowing that we had a long day, that we worked hard, and that we really deserve a little rest, and that we only want to get this little rest, and this is under our full control. If we go to bed and lay down, just feel relaxed and uh, accept that the day is over now, then eventually the sleep will take over. This is an unconscious process that will take over if we're not under stress and uh, if we get us to be in this relaxed state. So that's one big block. And the second one is how do we handle external events that are not under our control. So what do we do if we can still uh, hear our neighbor, if we can hear a party uh, down the street, uh, if there are any other noises that uh, are, are or are not under our control? Do we get annoyed? Do we feel disturbed, get angry, uh, build up these emotions? Or are we able to accept that these noises are there, 
that they are able to relax us if we let them or are we able to just ignore them? And this is a complete different game. And you may think, okay, this is complete crap because I am angry, but I assure you every good sleeper out, out there does not get disturbed by any noises uh, or anything like that. Um, they, every good sleeper turns these things, if they don't simply ignore them, they turn them into something relaxing or even positive to help them uh, to relax. So consider to take responsibility for your mindset and try to adapt this. And I can assure you, if you take responsibility, you're already 50% there. The second big block we're going to talk about today is the external part. And with the external part, we mean everything that's in the outside of us. So when you get into your bedroom, everything you can see, feel, touch, listen to is the external world. And the question you should ask yourself right now is when you get into your bedroom, do you like what you see? Do you like what you feel? So if you look around, do you like, like the color of your walls in your bedroom? Do you think they feel warm and cozy? Do you uh, have a picture or would you like to have a picture? How do you like your closet? Uh, how does it feel when you go to bed? Is your bed comfortable? Do you feel cozy and safe when you go to bed? Um, what about your alarm clock? Everything that's standing around in, in your bedroom. And this is a, th a thing that you can basically change like this. You just have to take a decision and you change it until you feel good. So it's a way easier part than the, the first one is. The last block we're going to talk about today is the block of the process of going to bed. This is probably the most complex part, but it's also a simple part. The complexity gets in there because we have to change our habits. And as we know, this occasionally can be hard for us to do, but it doesn't have to. Have to. So what should we do before we go to bed? And when I say before we go to bed, I mean approximately an hour before we go to bed, we should start um, considering to change our habits here. So let's, let's start with what we should not do. We should not watch TV till the last minute, play with our electronic devices, work, do any kind of hardcore sports, which would really pump our bodies up. Anything that is stressful for us, we, we should not do that. What we instead should do or should at least consider doing is to do something relaxing, something that we like to do, which will also make it very easy for us to change our habits. This could be having a walk, um, which I like to do in the, in the before I go to bed. This could also be re reading a book, listening to music, having a bath. Or I'm, I'm sure that you have your own ideas what you can do to relax you before you go to bed. Then we should also know exactly when we want to get up. We talked about that in the last episode when we were talking about Wakey Wakey. Uh, I recommend that you get up at least two hours before you have to leave the house to uh, get your day started in a really relaxed manner too. But the important thing here is that you know when 
you want to get out of bed. And you should also know how long you want to sleep. How much sleep do you need to feel good? So let's put all this information together using a real world example. Let's say we'll use Martha. I hope she, she uh, is fine with that. Martha uh, is a female. She's, let's assume she's 44 years of age. She works in an office and she wants to set up a plan uh, process for her bedtime. Martha now takes a pen and starts to note down the basic information. First of all, she has to be at work at 8.30 a.m. She notes that down. She needs about 30 minutes to get there, which would leave her uh, with a time of 8 o'clock when she has to leave the uh, house. As recommended in our Wakey Wakey episode last week, she gets up two hours before she has to leave the house, which is 6 o'clock. She notes that down too. Martha knows that she needs about eight hours of sleep to feel good. So she writes down that she has to be in bed at 10 p.m. the night before. Martha also likes to take her time in the bathroom before she goes to bed. So she uh, calculates 30 minutes of time in her bathroom, which leaves her with uh, 9.30 p.m. when she has to be in her bathroom before she goes to bed. And the last step is that Martha really loves to read books and she wants to read a book a half an hour before she goes to the bathroom, leaving her with 9 p.m. when she's going to start to read. And this is what she notes down on that piece of paper last, and that's basically the process done. So let's walk Martha through her new bedtime rituals together. At 9 o'clock, Martha gets a little reminder from her uh, iPhone um, telling her that it's time to start her bedtime rituals. And uh, you can set a function uh, called sleep timer on your iPhone. It's built in. And I'm sure you have something similar on Android phones too, just to give you a little reminder and that you don't miss the time to start your rituals. So Martha takes her book as she loves reading and she decided to read a book about um, how to handle stress because at the moment it's a little bit stressy at work. This is great because all the information will sink in overnight and next day she can take inspired action on what she read. At 9.30 Martha will put away her book and go into the bathroom and get ready for bedtime. At about 10 o'clock she will move into her bedroom the bedroom will look really cozy as Martha uh, loves it. She changed the color of the walls uh, a short time ago to match her mood when she, she wants to have when she goes to bed. She also hung up a really beautiful picture she loves looking at right before she closes her eyes. So um, when she's in bed, she goes down and she has the mindset of just wanting to relax. She had a long, hard day and her bed feels so cozy. She, she just closes her eyes with no expectation. There is a little knocking uh, uh, at the wall. She's not really sure where it is, but it soon sounds like 
some kind of a beat, a really relaxing beat to her. And before she knows, she's fallen asleep and the next thing she knows is that the alarm clock rings her up. She starts to the day with a deep breath, moves a little bit, and one or two minutes later, she's sitting at the side of her bed and getting up. She feels really good. She feels refreshed, relaxed, and she starts her day with her morning rituals, meaning that she's going to do a little meditation, maybe listening to music, taking time for herself. She's going to have a really quiet and good breakfast, and at 8 a.m. she's going to leave the house in a very good state of mind, relaxed, looking forward to meet all her colleagues and to start a new day, a new, new work day. As our little real-life example comes to an end, let's wrap up this episode of the Sleep Trust podcast together. First of all, we really want to take care that we are in the right state of mind when we go to bed. This includes that we only want to relax, we do not want to pressure sleep, and that we accept sounds or other external circumstances as what they are, simply sounds. The next thing we want to do is to get our bedroom into that place that we feel good living in, so we want to really take care that the colors the bed and everything uh, that is in this room supports our well-being. And the third step we want to do is to set up a process that is aligned to our personalities and uh, addresses what we need best to go to bed and to get up in the morning. As I believe that this was an episode or is an episode that's important for quite a lot of our listeners and I want to help you to take immediate action you will get from me for free a little assessment sheet for your bedroom where you can see what you like what you don't like and what you may want to change in your bedroom and you will also get for free a little cheat sheet to help you to set up your own bedtime routine just as Martha did. That's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and that you tune in next week when we're going to talk something that's not 100% sleep related. We're going to talk about habits, the autopilot of your life. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.